It's over. The Bucks have done it. The long wait has ended. After a half century, the Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions once again. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a second Super Bowl title in franchise history. And Tom Brady doesn't pass the torch yet to Mahomes, does he? Dave Roberts. Backward strike three. Dodgers have won it all in 2020. Welcome to Sports Knicks here on Ecstatic Radio. I am Henry. And I'm Mr. Hodge. And this is episode 33. All right, man. We started off in the earlier part of this year. Mm-hmm. And we're already in part 33. And uh, so it feels good right now. Mm-hmm. And especially it feels good after UFC 266. Man. Yep. A good, uh, a good uh, week three in the NFL. Mm-hmm. A lot of crazy stuff happened. And mm-hmm. we are down to our last week of the baseball season. Oof. So, man, it's getting down to the wire in these wild card teams. And even in the National League West, which we'll discuss a little bit, mm-hmm. the Dodgers and the Giants, I'm sure everybody wants to know about that right now. How's that going? Yeah. Which we'll get there, but we're going to do it differently this time. We're going to, um, you know, we're obviously going to start with the birthdays as usual, and then we're going to go from to the NFL. So we, I know you guys want to hear that most right now. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to go to the UFC, and then we're going to end it with, you know, the big uh, baseball playoff push. Mm-hmm. So, um you know, the baseball's going to the last week, and then we're gonna put it. So we're gonna put it toward the last end, and that's it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> all right, all right. So, Hodge, uh, take it away with the birthdays. All right. Um, before we get started on the birthdays, um, by the way, we're recording on September twenty eighth. So, right. whenever you, it, it'll be up, by, but just know we're recording on September twenty eighth. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But um, before we get started on the birthdays, I do want to say that I made a very embarrassing error from last week's. Um, um, yeah, we, we picked our A-plus player of the week, and I picked up someone from the Ravens defense that dominated. It was not Justin. It was a, it was somebody else that, like, had a bunch of – who had the game, clicking um, um, fumble and the turnovers and forced fumble. So his name oh, is okay. Odway uh, – I, I, I'm sorry if I mispronounced the name, but um, that was who I meant to say was the A-plus player of last week so so okay just, just want to make that clear and um so and I, also I, I i definitely made clear this week so i didn't make that mistake <laughs> okay all right so i'm sure you already have your your a plus and your f player of the, of the week yep how you thought of all right yep. cool sounds good all right uh well we'll get to that in a bit again let's get with the birthdays real quick all right so again we're recording on september 28th happy birthday to ryan zimmerman all right Eddie Rosario, uh, Michael Kendricks, Tyler Lockett. If you have him oh, on your fantasy, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if you have him on your fantasy team, besides last week, my goodness is all I have to say. Um, mm-hmm. Steve LeGrant, um, one of the iconic wide receivers who just so happens to be a Seahawk. But happy birthday oh, to him. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Anderson Barajal, um, he's. He's old now. He's not in the NBA anymore. <laughs> mm, yeah. And um, Tony Gravely. MMA fighter. Yep. Fought a couple weeks ago. Defeated Nate Manners. Oh, he lost to Nate Manners. My bad. TKO punches. <laughs> I read that wrong. But uh, all right. So happy birthday to those fellas. And uh, uh, we'll be right back with, like we said, some football.
another big week in the NFL. Uh, some shockers, some upsets, and uh, some pretty dang good games that were really close. Yep. So uh, let's get to it. We're gonna as we go through it, we're gonna talk about our NFL week uh, pickums. And uh, I should be a pretty happy guy right now. I am. Uh, <laughs> it's blue skies right. and bubbles on my side. <laughs> <laughs> let's start off with our Thursday night game: Carolina at Texas. Car- Carolina defeats pretty well, a pretty good win for Carolina right there, and Sam Darnold uh, defeating the Texans twenty four to nine, and uh, which we all said Carolina was going to win that game, mm-hmm. so we all got we're good on that one. Yep. But how about this this one right here? The Chargers defeating the Chiefs wow. thirty twenty four wow. in Kansas City. Wow, that's that's a big upset right there. That's one of the first upsets that we see right here. Justin Herbert threw two eighty one four. 281 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, Mahomes intercepted twice. Yeah. Woo. And oh. it was his wife because he had him on, I had him on my team. <laughs> <laughs> on my fantasy team. Yeah. Um, I, I think I'm more stunned at the Chiefs being one and two than the Chargers being two and one. And my, I didn't have super high expectations for the Chargers. I didn't think they were going to be bad, but I think they are going to be good. The Chargers look amazing so far. Yeah. Yeah, they had that blemish against you know the Dallas the week before, but uh, you know like they came back. I mean, this is this should really energize the Chargers right now. Be like, hey, you know we beat uh, the AFC champs, you know. Yeah. That that should really uh, we beat Mahomes, who's everybody saying, oh, he's gonna be the next goal. Um, and for this one, we all got it wrong. This one. we obviously all said Kansas City on this one. Yeah. But uh, they went for uh, the Chargers, so congrats on that. Mm-hmm. Arizona all over Jacksonville, thirty-one and nineteen. The Cardinals are the one of the two teams now three and zero in the NFC West. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, good job for Cardinals. But uh, I mean, Trevor Lawrence continues to struggle to find wins. I mean, he, how many games did he lose in college now compared to his NFL career so far? I think he, I think he's like stacked up on the losses now <laughs> in comparison yeah, yeah. to college. Urban Meyer too. Yeah, yeah. I'm hearing yeah, this now. I'm here. It's not a fun atmosphere over there either. Yeah. Oh, next. <laughs> next game. <laughs> Another rookie who struggled big time. Uh, when this case, Cleveland all over Chicago and uh, Justin Fields, uh, he he was just, you know, banged up the whole game. He only threw for 68 yards, 6 for 20. Yeah. Um, that, was, that was not a pretty uh, game for him. Yeah. But uh, four and a half for Miles Garrett, he was all – over Justin Fields right there. Yeah, yeah he was hungry that day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. So, uh, oh, you also want to think about this too. I mean, like, uh, is this really, was this really a Trubisky fault? I mean, obviously Trubisky's not, I mean, nobody's saying he was a great quarterback, but, you know, like, it's happening to the another rookie who everybody was saying, like, oh, he should be the next. I mean, obviously this is his first start. Okay, whatever. Yeah. You know, he was, he was visiting in Cleveland, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, but uh, still it's, it's something going on. Uh, I'm starting Maybe it's time to say Matt Nagy wasn't as great as he was, as he is, or was. Yeah, yeah. The first year was maybe a fluke, maybe, yeah. and he didn't even go far there. <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So it, it, you, go ahead. No, so I was just gonna say. So all, he says all three quarterbacks are under consideration for Week Four. Yeah, I was about to say. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that sounds like a coach that's panicking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, at this point, you got him, man. It's just like, especially with the uh, Rogers playing the way he's playing right now, which we'll get to in a bit. Yeah. 
Buffalo, man. Buffalo, again, 43 points. That Josh Allen, man, all over Washington football team. Uh, Josh Allen with 358 yards with four touchdowns, no interceptions. And uh, Taylor uh, Heineke with 212 yards with two touchdowns and two interceptions. So, yeah, Buffalo all over uh, Washington right here. Is it, is it too uh, early to tax Washington to sign Cam Newton? Ooh, that's an interesting thought right there. Is it too uh, early? Okay. Probably. I'm not, well, no, I mean, I mean, I, I know you're still a little bit butthurt about the Cam Newton situation in New England. Totally. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that, uh, that's, that's something I, I didn't even think about. Him in Washington. All right. Well, well, I guess we'll see, Hatch. Maybe you should send that in to watch the football team. Oh, they won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Tennessee defeats uh, the Colts 25 to 16. Uh, I had a Grant Tannehill, my other. Fantasy team, uh, fantasy league, but uh, he he picked, got picked up twice still with yeah. three touchdowns and 197 yards, so he still didn't do too well for me. <laughs> um, and we also have the Saints all over the pages. So the Saints are bad, you know, they had a really good game against Green Bay, mm-hmm. and then they they lost the last game really bad. Uh, who was that that they lost to the week before? Uh, it was uh, the Panthers, the yeah, the Panthers. And now they defeat uh, the Patriots in New England. So they well, they went off after that rookie over there, uh, Mac Jones. Mac Jones went uh, for 270 yards with a touchdown and three interceptions. Oh. I mean, yeah, three interceptions. So, uh, yeah, they were all over him. Um, the rookies are not looking good. No, there's no rookie right now looking. <laughs> <laughs> Again, yeah, you want to say, yeah, well, they're rookies, but none of them are looking like first-round picks. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Atlanta defeats, uh, just barely defeats the New York Giants 17 to 14. So the Falcons are up in the board with the win. Oh, um, Daniel Jones is not looking any fresh, you know. He threw, he threw for 266 yards, but no touchdowns. At least he didn't get picked off. Saquon Barkley was 51 yards in a touchdown. Um, Which, by the way, I'm sorry, well, I was just, just going to bring it back because I have missed the pick so that we've oh, <laughs> yeah, updated. Right, right, right. So uh, for Arizona, Jacksonville, we all said Arizona, we were good on that. Chicago at Cleveland, we all said Cleveland, we're good on that. Washington, Buffalo, we all said Buffalo, so we're good on that. But in Colts at Tennessee, only Phil said Indianapolis, so Hodge and I are good on that. <laughs> uh, New Orleans at Patriots, uh, Phil said New Orleans, and Hodge and I said uh, New Orleans, so we're good on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is where you come in right now, Atlanta at you at the Giants, Phil and I said the Giants, and you said Atlanta, so you're Yay. good on that. <laughs> Yay! All right, so that's uh, the update. All right, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, congrats on Eli Manning for have his number right. ten jersey retired. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It, wasn't a, it wasn't a it wasn't a amazing ceremony because Giants fans were mad at the GM and they booed him during his ceremony. It was mm-hmm. pretty oh pretty awkward. Yeah, <laughs> Eli had to ask people not to boo. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's bad. Yeah. It's, it's almost like when LeBron has to beg people to put respect on his name. Oh, <laughs> zing. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, so we go with another upset right here. Oh, upset in a way. Uh, Cincinnati defeats the Pittsburgh Steelers and Pittsburgh. Yeah. How about that right there? Joe Burrow, I mean, he didn't have I mean, a terrific game, but he threw 172 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. But uh, Big Ben over there, he threw for 318 yards, touchdown, and two interceptions. He also rushed for five yards. <laughs> I see Big Ben doing that too often. But uh, wow, that was an upset by uh, Cincinnati and the rookie. Uh, well, not he's, not he's not a rookie anymore, but the second-year quarterback over there. Yeah. But um, yep. 
Pittsburgh. Yikes. What's um, going on over there? They we, should, we, all, we all said Pittsburgh, by the way, so we all didn't yeah. get points on that. They should have fixed the quarterback situation a while ago, so that way it could be a smooth transition because mm-hmm. um, it is not looking good. The talent is there. Everything seems to be there. It's, it's just like I've been saying like the last um, two or three weeks, Big Ben is old. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. playing like it. Yeah, he's not looking too good. Um, but how about uh, how about this game right here? Baltimore over the Detroit Lions, nineteen to seventeen, with a sixty. Oh, was a sixty-six yard kick that yep. won the game for Baltimore. And I think that's a record or something like that. Yep. Uh, what's for what they calling who they calling now the goat as a kicker? Yeah, Justin Tucker. Yep, yep, yep. That was and that was an insane kick. It was unfortunate because um. The, uh, the referees did not call a delay of game on the Ravens. Yeah, it could have been the game. So mm-hmm. I'm sorry to hear that, Detroit. But um, <laughs> that was an insane moment. Justin Tucker, he missed that closer field goal earlier game. He just said, I'm kicking it. I don't care. And yeah. 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 yeah and, it, and it's just unfortunate for Detroit. I mean, they were, they were going to win this game. Jerry Goff was going to get his first win without McVay and everything. And yeah. – uh, I mean, he he didn't do too bad. He threw 217 yards with no touches and no interceptions. But uh, you know, I mean, Detroit is looking. They, they're trying to regroup. They have this new coach. They have uh, obviously a new quarterback, and uh, they can't get it going. Yeah, it it, it sucks because like you see the potential of the team. They're in these games, and they have what it takes to get it done. It's just not working, you know. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, and this one uh. We also bought more, so we're good on that. <laughs> and um, this next one, the Broncos pitched shutout against the Jets. And there's another rookie that is just not looking good at all. Yeah. Uh, Zach Wilson over the, with the Jets. Uh, he threw for 160 yards and no touchdowns and two interceptions. So, uh, yeah, it's not looking good over there. That's already two bad games in a row for Zach Wilson. You got to think about for the Jets, there's another like what happens with the quarterbacks every time they get these quarterbacks and then there's just nothing going on over there, yeah. Um, uh, and so, uh, so the Broncos are three and no. A lot of people talk about the team that they've beaten in the first three and no, but I mean, still three and no is three and no. I don't think yeah. you take a win any, any way you can, doesn't matter who, yeah. of course. I think they're gonna have a they're gonna have a big challenge the next game, but uh, still gonna be uh, it's still three and no, <laughs> yeah. Like they didn't write their schedule, they didn't choose. To be, we're yeah. gonna play the Jets and this this team and that team. It just happens, you know. Yeah. What are they gonna do? Lose just because? Oh, we don't want to take this win because we don't think that we're getting it easy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, in this one, uh, Phil picked the Jets and Hodge and I picked Denver, so yeah, we're good on that. <laughs> yeah, I wish he was here today so I could be like, bro, you know better than that. Yeah. Yeah, he's not looking too good on these pickums right now. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll get the final results, but <laughs> he's not looking too good. Uh, let's see. Uh, which I I still I still admire. He was pretty ballsy and picking his picks, getting used to pick. Yeah. Here's another interesting game. Well, how about the Raiders now? Three and zero. Wow. Three and zero Raiders. That's a that's, yeah. Obviously, that's a more <laughs> we're looking at it more impressive than the three and zero Broncos. But um, they're three and zero, and they defeated a team that uh probably shouldn't have. I think I feel like they shouldn't be this tough to beat, especially mm-hmm. without Tua up there. Mm-hmm. But uh, they, uh, I believe they were at the beginning. They were losing this game, and then they came back in this game. And the Dolphins, then the Dolphins came back in this game to tie it, send it to overtime. 
That's mm-hmm. so funny. The Raiders were able to win that game, but uh, man, the Raiders are looking good in their new stadium over there. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it it looks a little shaky over there, but they're doing it. Um, mm-hmm. I think um, look like Derek Carr is really trying to spread the ball around now in comparison to the past, and um, defense is stepping up. Um, they they look they look good. Um, I don't think they're the best, but they're looking good. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned Derek Carr with 386 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. So, yeah, that's a pretty decent yeah. line right there. And here's the game that we both want to talk about, probably, is the Rams and the Bucks. The Rams, of course, playing in, at home against the reigning Super Bowl champions and the GOAT, Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. And the Rams look, man, they look, again, we're not just saying this, this, this you know, because we're Rams fans, but uh, they look really well from Every side of the field right here. Yeah. Stafford has a gun, and Cooper Cup is looking like, man, an uh, elite receiver that he is. Mm-hmm. Actually, all these receivers are uh, – Deshaun Jackson with a big place. The one that he missed that would have been, been like, man, if you had him in your fantasy team, which I don't think a lot of people do because they, they didn't see that one coming probably. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that would have really helped out. But, uh, I mean, Tom Brady had a pretty good game too, but, uh, you know, Stafford made it uh, – with 343 yards, four touchdowns. I mean, even with no, with a team that doesn't have much of a running game, Sonny Michelle only carried twenty carries, only with 67 yards, was the leading mm-hmm. rusher there. Mm-hmm. But uh, like I mentioned, Deshaun Jackson with three receptions and 120 yards with a touchdown. Cooper Cup with 96 yards and two touchdowns, and you also have Van Jefferson with 42. Tyler Higby with 40 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. So, uh, what are your thoughts about this game, Hodge? Oh, it's lovely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm. I don't want to sound too cocky. I'm gonna try not to because like it's still early. You know, anything can yeah. happen, and I've, great teams have fallen apart during the season. But the Rams look like the best team in football right now. Yeah, they look like they seem like they have it. Matthew Stafford is playing at at an elite level that so many people thought he would be throughout his career. Um, the mm-hmm. defense is playing excellent. Everything seems to be rolling for them. Um, now they're they're going to lose games this season. I'm not going. They're not going to go undefeated. But um, the way that they're playing right now, they they do look unstoppable. And um, mm-hmm. do you, a, um, they're able to slow down a Bucks team that's been rolling. Um, and, right. Um, and um, they're able to get it done. It's, it's like the start the cycle. Bucks won ten straight before this game, and then they lost. The last team right. that they lost to before they won 10 straight was the Rams. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to watch. I mean, we want we want to celebrate this victory, but uh, you still want to keep an eye, I mean, on Brady. I mean, it, it, it's hard to be at bed against Brady. He just always finds a way. He didn't find a way this time, but, you know, we'll take this win, but uh, especially at home and prime time. So, yeah. But Brady's going to have an even bigger game probably next week, man. That's probably I, I gonna, think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it in a bit, but man, that's gonna be crazy. Yeah, but good job for the Rams, and they're three and zero along with uh, Arizona. The Bucks had literally no running game. Their leading rusher, can you guess who their leading rusher was in that game? Casper, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the goat, Tom Brady, with fourteen yards. Man, Ronald Jones Ooh. with eleven yards. Larry Fournette, Fournette with eight yards. Chris Godwin with two yards. Um, Brady with a, obviously 14 yards and a touchdown with Godwin. I mean, they did score two rushing touchdowns, but <laughs> I mean, for a total man, but to be Tom Brady to be the leading rush in that game for the Bucks. Yeah. 
not not play. Oh, and by the way, uh, getting Gronkowski, I guess, is okay. Or or yeah. sounds seems to be okay. That was a nasty hit he got. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But uh. So there's the three no Rams like I mentioned, and, and Arizona. There's gonna be I think there's gonna be they're gonna be played next week. So yep. battle the three and zero teams. So yep. we'll get there. Um. And another team that was two and zero, but are not two and zero in the NFC West. They're not two and zero anymore. Uh, Minnesota defeats the Seattle Seahawks thirty to seventeen. A big win for Minnesota right there. Mm-hmm. Um. Russell Wilson threw for two ninety eight yards and a touchdown. Uh, Chris Carson with 80 yards and uh, BK Metcalf with 107 yards and a touchdown. Minnesota, though, with Kirk Cousins, 323 yards with three touchdowns. Uh, Madison, 112 yards rushing. Uh, Justin Jefferson with 118 yards and a touchdown. Tyler Conklin with 70 yards and a touchdown. So it was a pretty good game for Minnesota. I I figured this game would be more of a back and forth type of game. I don't think Seattle, and I'm not saying this from a Rams fan perspective. Um, I don't think Seattle is as great as they have been the last couple of seasons. Um, and so I figured it would be like a back and forth game. I didn't expect um, the Vikings to eventually dominate this game, which they eventually did. Um, uh, Vikings were hungry for that win. And I don't know what's going on with, C- well, I know what's going on with Seattle. They, they, have, they have a quarterback carrying their team. And right. the quarterback can only do so much. And they want to yeah. throw Russell Wilson under the bus when really, if you take Russell Wilson off the Seahawks, the Seahawks aren't that great. So, yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. Get a little rant right there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, which, by the way, uh, the game before the, the Phil was the only one who picked uh, the Buccaneers. Well, Hodge and I had to pick the Rams on that one. And on this one in Seattle, we all picked Seattle. So we're all bad on that one. Yeah. That all made us look bad right here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the Sunday night game. This was another big game, a very good game right here, back and forth. Well, it was kind of back and forth. The 49ers made it a game, but the Packers yeah. ended up winning 30 to 28. And uh, I gotta say, so I was watching this, I was watching this game uh for most part of it. And then uh 49ers scored that last uh, on the last minute. And I was like, oh man, the 49ers gonna win this game. So I turned it off and then I just randomly checked my phone and I was like, what? It's 30-28, Green Bay. Gosh, that's a good ending. <laughs> and I Ouch. guess, like, it's, uh, I feel like those Niner fans that were at, at the stadium, we were all celebrating after that touchdown, you know, and, and, and there's those random Packer fans on the stadium that are like, you, you'll see, that's enough time. There's, a, there's enough time on the on the clock for Aaron Rodgers right there. <laughs> sure enough, Rodgers made it happen once again. Yep. Yeah, he. It's, it's no surprise. Aaron, if anybody could do it, it is definitely Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah, pretty much – Um. What happened, um, the Packers got on the field and um, Aaron threw two bombs to Devontae Adams and they were able to spike the uh, the ball and um, they were able to get that win. Um, this game was, to me, was a little closer than I thought. Um, I felt I, I, some of those re- officiating calls, I don't like to, I don't, I like to be one of those guys that complain about the referees, but those calls was a little questionable, um, yeah. especially when Devontae Adams got hit. That was that should have been a concussion. That should have been a penalty and a fine. And the referee was just looking at him like, "Oh yeah, he, he let's see if he's okay." So that yeah. kind of bothered me. So um, I feel like the Packers should have won by a little more. Um, so I'm, I don't I don't like being the referee. Referees this, referees that. But that's what I saw last night. So um, yeah, Niners didn't deserve to win this game. Plus, it, Jimmy yeah. G played horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, Jimmy G, let's look at some quick stats right there. 257 yards for two touches and an interception right there. 
I believe he was sacked a couple times too, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, all that mattered to me was him passing it to George Kittle <laughs> or <laughs> Brendan Ayuk because they were my teams. And sure enough, George Kittle was the leading receiver with 92 yards. Uh, no touchdowns for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so you did say uh, Green Bay and, well, Hodge, uh, Phil and I said uh, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's good. you get a lead right there. Okay. And now uh, we, we were able to, because we usually record on, on Mondays, so we, we kind of able kind of are able to see the the Monday night game, you know, as we go back and forth between breaks. But uh, you know, this time we were able to watch fully, you know. Um, and uh, man, I was not disappointed because uh, mostly not because of the game, but I was able to watch, listen to the go well, my go Peter Manning and Eli mm-hmm. going talking about it the game, and that was some pretty good broadcasting right there. Yeah, I'll tell you that that was pretty entertaining. <laughs> but uh, talking about the game right here. Uh, Cowboys, man, all over the uh, Eagles, uh, and that was uh, that was just a runaway win for the Cowboys. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy for Dak Prescott coming back like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 238 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott had himself a pretty decent game, 95 yards and two touchdowns. About time. Yeah, Dalton Schultz with 80 yards and two touchdowns. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, overall good game for uh, Dallas. Yeah. Um... Yeah, this was a dominating game. Um, uh, ter- looks like the Eagles aren't as amazing, or, or not as not not the upcoming team that we thought they would be um, coming. Um, come like the first three games. Um, obviously, there's plenty of time for it to turn around, but um, it just was not a solid game um, for the Eagles. Um, Jalen Hurts um, did not look sharp in this game. He had he had his moments, but um, he overall didn't look good. But there's potential there, but um, we'll see what happens with the Eagles. But um, big ups to Dallas. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, and so I'm gonna go now to. Oh, so that'll be it. So now it's gonna be uh, the final pick'em scores are. We're now at with uh, Phil. We have 25 points. Hodge man has 33 points. You so know he's an eight point lead yes, over sir. Phil. As far as myself, I have 31, so I'm only two games behind. Okay. Right, but that's a pretty good lead for Mr. Hodge right there. I love it. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's go with our A-plus player of the week. Because you're the winner on this week, um, I'm going to let you go with your first uh, – with your A-plus player of the week. All right, you got it. Now, I have said it on this show several times, and I'll say it again. Kickers are athletes, too. My A-plus player of the week is Justin Tucker. Um, nice, okay. I cannot – I've I've had a long list of A-plus players who deserved it, but um, 66 yards, that is ridiculous. That is history in the making. Um, unless somebody, for some miracle, breaks the record, I don't see that ever broken. It was at, at a crucial moment, and um, they rallied – he rallied the Ravens to victory with that kick. So, lesson learned, ladies and gentlemen – Kickers are athletes too. Uh, I yeah. picked Justin Tucker for A plus player of the week. That's a really good one. That's a good one. Yeah, I, I had a feeling that was going to be one of them, mm. one of the or not. But uh, to actually pick him, so there you go. A kicker as a A plus player of the week. Mine though, uh, I feel like this guy had like he proved a lot coming into this game. Uh, well, there was a lot of proof. You come into a new team, and you're up in the prime time, and you're up against a Super Bowl champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not just a Super Bowl champion, the Super Bowl champion. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were thinking, oh, you know, that's what he wanted to come here and see 
uh, if you could win those big games, you know, you, you were already winning pretty decent games and you wanted to come here to win big games and to play in big games. And what bigger game than, you know, obviously you playing at home and playing against the GOAT, you know. And so I have to go with Matthew Stafford on this one. He just, I mean, I know you won with him last week, but I feel like this one was probably the most impressive win so far yeah. in, in his time with the Rams so far. And um, and this proves to, this is, I mean, it's part, like, we already knew, like, he's a talented quarterback. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of them, and sometimes in big games they can't, they can't do it. You you know, you look at Tony Romo, for instance, you know, who yeah. the quarterbacks were never able to do it in the playoffs, you know? Yeah. And, and of course, that's what matters, you know? So I feel like uh, Stafford proved it here and um, he, that this is a big step for him. And he, he, uh, he's in a good, he's in a good role right now to what, what he's trying to do with the Rams and what is he yeah. trying to do at this, at this point in his career. Yeah. So again, I'm going with Matthew Stafford on this one. All right, I like it. All right, and now your F player of the week. All right, my F player of the week is Jason Peters, a.k.a. the Chicago Bears offensive line. Um, that that whole line looked bad, but I had to pick who was getting owned by Miles Garrett. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, and yeah. Uh, it looked like they lined up Miles Garrett at a bunch of places, but he was definitely on Jason Peters' side, and he got blown up. Um they did not give Justin Fields a chance um, um, to showcase what he could do. Not saying Justin Fields, well, I don't know what Justin Fields would have did if he had protection, but um, it, that line breaking down made him look so bad. And he had no time, he had no protection. And um, so I, I should say, uh, I, I should say the Chicago Bears line, but I'm going with Jason Peters because he had to deal with Miles Garrett the most, who gave up, who had the most sacks out of that group that got the sack. So, yeah, Jason Peters. All right. I know he's not picking quarterbacks, and all I'm doing is pick quarterbacks. So, <laughs> that's a little. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to, like, diversify a little bit. So, I'm trying to, like, pick them, try to dive deep. So. For me, I'm like, screw that. I'm going with quarterbacks. <laughs> Make it easy on myself. <laughs> like, they got and the spotlight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they, deserve, they deserve this. Mm. And for, for as far as, as we're talking about quarterbacks, you know, obviously, I, there's so many so we talked about it as we were going through all the games, all these rookie quarterbacks. But I mean, like you just mentioned, one of them, uh, Justin Fields, who just had a terrible game. And I'm that, I'm not gonna go with him as my if they're but he, there's so many candidates that you could have chosen. I mean, I could have gone with Trevor Lawrence. I could have gone with Justin Fields. I could have gone with Zach Wilson again. I went with him last week. Yeah, I was harsh on him, and I should probably be harsher on him this week. This time, I feel like being harsh with um with another guy. And this one's a better, and I feel like hey, I get it. You're going up against. You know, one of the all-time greats, Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. and uh, I feel like this quarterback is still. You should. Uh, I don't know. You have a, you have pretty decent weapons up in the receiver, you know. And I guess it wasn't all. It wasn't all him. It was his defense. I could say that, but uh, I don't know. I just feel like this this time I had to give it to Jimmy G. Uh, you were at home, and I had better clock management at the end. Something, something. You know, it could have been maybe it might have been your coaching too. But there's something. Uh, but I feel like he should have won this game. And um, uh, I, that's what I think. But yeah, I'm going with Jimmy G on F yeah. player of the week. I don't blame you. He, he was he was on my list too. I was like, I should pick him. But um, yeah, it, it's to a point where I'm waiting on Trey Lance, and I'm a Rams fan. Exactly. Yeah, you yeah yeah. You know, like it's like uh, you should be wanting to play better than that. I mean, not just that. That Fortnite has invested a lot of money on you. <laughs> exactly. Well, we know who knows what's going to happen next. I'm, 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 they're probably just going to continue going with Jimmy G for now. 
since they are kind of like throwing in um what's his name uh lance uh every now and then for a couple plays yeah but um yeah there's gonna be a point where they're gonna be like all right let's at least try trade lance but i mean they're two and one so they're not they're not probably panicking all that much but they're in a tough division like we mentioned there's two teams up there yeah that are three and oh so mm-hmm. uh and uh yeah they better start getting it together over there yeah. in san france well hopefully not hopefully they don't get it. <laughs> yeah they, they should they should have a mingle with between them and the seahawks and just figure yeah. out who, who's the third best between those two yeah yeah it's our time but uh that's <laughs> <laughs> before we go to week four let's, let me just do some quick notes uh some quick news uh that we have here up here so beginning with uh chief head coach Andy Reid returns to work following his hospitalization after the chiefs charging which was a scary moment there for uh for chiefs head coach Andy Reid mm-hmm. one of the most beloved guys in the NFL yeah uh well speaking of the chiefs the wide receiver Josh Gordon is reinstated by the NFL and is uh, signing with the chiefs so that's uh, gonna be a it's gonna be a crazy uh receiving core right there yeah with we'll, the chiefs we'll see if he could stay focused this time yeah. Uh, Raiders, uh, Max Crosby, the nice spitting and Steelers guard Trey Turner's and he will appeal fine. So I guess he got fine and everything. He's like, nope, I didn't spit on him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Authorities approved Saints return to the Orleans return set for October 3rd, which is going to be, I believe, this Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Some quick injuries. Uh, Patriots uh, running back James White suffers hip uh, subluxation and he's out indefinitely. Panthers uh, won't place uh, Christian McAfee on injured reserve, may come back in three weeks. And Broncos uh, wide receiver K.J. Hamler out for the season with a torn ACL. So uh, hopefully he gets a good recovery there. Mm-hmm. It's all bad news. Yeah. But uh, let's go to let's go straight to week four for our pickums. And right. uh, we, as we may notice, of course, uh, Phil is not joining us for this episode, but he did join us for the pickums. So we're going to talk about his picks. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he won't be able to just us why because there's a couple picks here that were okay all right interesting there mm-hmm. uh i would hope he could elaborate but <laughs> uh, maybe he just threw a hail mary yeah there you go hey at this point you got you got to be different than us because i mean you gotta you're down by how many points did i said last last week uh I think down by seven six yeah eight points yes you, either way i mean you can't pick the same ones as we can <laughs> you're just gonna have to hope <laughs> uh the underdogs or the other guys or the other team wins but let's start off with jacksonville at cincinnati which is a thursday night game and uh, Phil had chosen uh, Jacksonville on that one, which is an interest. That's one of the interesting picks. Okay. Um, uh, but uh, Hodge, who do you got on this one? All right, Phil gonna learn his lesson. Um, <laughs> I got the Bengals. Yeah, it's probably smart. The way that they're playing, I'm going with Cincinnati. I mean, that win against Pittsburgh, and again, the way that Jacksonville's playing, mm-hmm. not so well. Are they going to be in Cincinnati? Uh, I don't see that goodness in that right there. No. Tennessee at the New York Jets. I'm gonna go here with. Uh, I have to go with Tennessee. I don't. I don't like anything that I'm seeing at the Jets right now. Uh, Phil has picked the Jets. Uh, he, another he, he he likes he, the Jets. <laughs> he picked the Jets last week. Are you gonna pick them yeah. again this week? Yeah. Uh, he, yeah. He's gonna he's gonna learn. All right. Yeah. So you already know who I'm picking if I'm talking crap about yeah. the Jets. Yeah, you gotta go with Tennessee, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Detroit at Chicago. So, uh, Hodge, I'm gonna let you take this one first. This may be a, a risky pick for me. Um, um, I won't be surprised if Chicago wins, but I'm gonna have to, um, the Lions win the first game of the season. Okay, 
I also going with Detroit on this one. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, it's a tough one, but I mean, uh, yeah, Detroit is down for a win here, even though it's in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phil has also chosen Detroit. Okay, so he, we're all in the same boat on this one. Sure. <laughs> uh, Colts at the Miami Dolphins. Phil has chosen uh, the Colts. And Hodge, who do you got on this one? This is actually a tough one <laughs> as well. Yeah. I mean, uh, the Colts, I mean, Miami made it look like a game against uh, the Raiders when they were supposed to, like, uh, I, I, at least I thought they were, the Raiders were going to run away in this game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, earlier I said the Colts, I might change my mind. Mm. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm going I'm to change my mind. I'm going with Miami. Wow, okay. Yeah, I, I hope the Colts can establish the run game so they can win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it might be does win. You really gonna separate yourself in this in this uh in the lead right there because I have to go with the Colts on this one. All right, I'll take the safe pick right here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Cleveland at Minnesota, um, man, this is gonna be tough right now. But I like what I'm seeing out of Cousins right now. He's gonna mm-hmm. be at home. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to go with Miami. Uh, I mean, sorry, Minnesota on this one. Uh, Phil is choosing Cleveland on this one. Okay. Uh, but now what is Hodge going to choose? Uh, I'm with you. This is a tough game to, to predict right here. <laughs> yeah. Um, You know, uh, Cleveland is looking good, but I think Minnesota is going to ride off. I think they're riding high off that win and they want to keep it going. Um, so I, I'm i not going to be surprised if Cleveland wins, but I got Minnesota. All right. Okay. Here's another interesting one, too, that I'm, I'm kind of, wondering about Washington football team at Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Hodge, who do you got on this one? Um, man. Um, I'm going to go with Washington in this game. Yeah, I also have to go with Washington in this game. I mean, I mean, a defense, I mean, I don't know something about uh, Matty Ice. I'm still not convinced by him. Yeah. So, uh, Phil seems to be convinced with Matty Ice. So, maybe he has picked Atlanta. He's so, always a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, another ballsy pick for uh, Phil right there. Um, the Houston Texans at the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Phil has chosen the Bills, who are, I mean, like we talked about it, they're red hot. Uh, I have to go with Buffalo as well. Hodge? I'm also going with Buffalo. <laughs> okay, that was not much of time there. <laughs> uh, the Giants at the New Orleans Saints. Uh, I'm going to be riding on this one with... Um, New Orleans. And uh, Hodge, who do you got? I got the Saints as well. Okay. And another one for Phil, New York Giants. And uh-huh. he could either make up he could either make up a lot with this this week or he's gonna go even more. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna struggle even more. <laughs> but I like I like I like how he's ballsy. I like that. I like that. He knows what's up. You know, it's like okay, I, obviously we get the same team, but I can't move up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, here's another one that uh, we have two teams that are struggling. Well, and kind of struggling. Kansas City at Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phil has chosen the Chiefs on this one. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Hodge, who do you got on this one? Yeah, the Chiefs aren't as bad as the record says is early mm-hmm. going. So I got the Chiefs. Yeah. yeah they're, they're still talented than the Eagles. So, yeah, I'm going with Kansas City on this one. And uh, we have Carolina at Dallas, Panthers and the Cowboys. Uh, for this one, Phil has chosen the Cowboys. Okay. I 
that's a, I mean, Carolina's three and zero too, right? Yeah, three and zero. They're riding hot. Dallas is riding hot too. I, I'm going also with Dallas. Okay. Yeah. Right. I don't. I don't know if this is considered an upset, but um, maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. But um, I got the Cowboys winning this game. Okay. I don't know. I see it. I don't see it too much as an upset. I mean, they could. All these teams are like I said. They're riding hot, and they're in Dallas, and. Uh, um, I, I can see some pretty good uh, Dallas football, Cowboys football right there. Mm-hmm. But here's another one that are two teams that are coming off their first loss of the season. Well, is this Seattle? No, they had, a, they had two losses yeah, they, now, right? They have two losses. Okay. So both teams that are coming off a, a loss right here. Seattle at San Francisco. Um, this one, I – oh, this I, I, I got I to gotta think about this one right here. Like I said, uh, Jimmy G's didn't look too good. Uh, Seattle always had – you know, always has Russell Wilson. I'm I'm about to go with Seattle on this one. Okay. And uh, Phil has chosen San Francisco on this one. Yeah, he, he loves and, those, uh, yeah. those Niners, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He's a Niner fan. <laughs> no, he's a. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. He's a Pittsburgh fan. Yeah. But uh, uh, he, I, I think, what do you got this one? I think he has a soft spot for the Niners. Like, yeah. Mm, not, just brainwash <laughs> by all the Niners fans that walk around. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm going with the Seahawks. Okay. All right. All right. So far, I don't think we just, dis- oh, the only one we, you and I disagree with is uh, Indianapolis and Miami. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be tough for me to make up some points. <laughs> <laughs> and next one, I don't know, this might be easy for me to predict what you're going to predict. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's the Arizona Cardinals and the LA Rams, which is going to be, it sounds like a great game. Both teams, 3-0, and are, they're, they're looking really good. Uh, to begin a season, mm-hmm. uh, Phil has chosen the Rams, and uh, I have to go with the Rams. Okay, uh, I should, my, should I guess you're also choosing the Rams on this one? Yeah, I'm picking the Rams. Okay, next one is the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Green Bay Packers. Mm. I'm going with Green Bay on this one, and of course, Phil picked his Steelers on this one. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, he's just going right high with the Steelers. Yeah. Right. And Hodge, what do you got? I got the Packers. Baltimore at Denver. Uh, Denver's three and team. Baltimore just got thirty got by last week mm-hmm. with that kick by your player of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, so again, Denver's three and Uh, who do you got on this one? I am going to have the Ravens sneaking in with this win. I think the Broncos are going to hang with them. I they definitely have the defense, I believe, to hang with them, but um. I don't think um, I, I think Lamar will be too much for him because it's it's too much to tackle Lamar anyway. So I got the Ravens. Right. Uh, Phil also has got the Ravens, but for this, this one, considering I had to make up some points, that's so why I had to choose somewhere different than you at some point, other than uh, Miami and Indy. And so um, I'm gonna have to go with Denver on this one. I'm just gonna go with this. I'm gonna yeah. shoot my marbles right there, and I'm just gonna be like, you know what? I'm gonna go with there, especially because I have a couple guys in my fantasy team that endeavor. <laughs> <laughs> so it would all help out. So on this one, uh, I'm going to be the odd man out, and I'm going to be going with Denver. Sounds good. So let's go, Broncos, my former team. <laughs> <laughs> and here we go. Here's the game of the week. Here's the one that everybody wants to watch for Sunday night football. We got TB, Tom Brady, I mean, Tampa Bay, <laughs> Buccaneers, at New England Patriots right here. And uh, we all know what story from that is so uh it's gonna be a very emotional game for brady 
Mm-hmm. I think you can't. I don't think any other Super Bowls can compare to that. To this, of course, he's coming off a lot. Both teams coming off a, a big loss mm-hmm. last week, and it's going to be the Belichick against Brady, which I don't. We've never seen before, and there's, there's some pay per view stuff right here. Yeah, <laughs> and um, so this is going to be this is going to be great. Uh, Phil's going with Tampa Bay on this one. Um, I'm going with Tampa Bay on this one. Yeah. Um, what about you, Hodge? I don't think the Patriots can hang with Tampa Bay. I got the Bucks as well. Okay. But yeah, either way, it's going to be – I mean, if it's the Patriots win, that's going to be all Belichick. <laughs> yeah. And another good game for Monday night, I believe. Uh, this is going to be the Las Vegas Raiders at the L.A. Chargers. And uh, for this one, I'm going to have to go with the Chargers. Okay. Yep. And, uh, Hodge, who do you got? I will not be surprised if I get this prediction wrong. I'm going to go with the Chargers as well. Okay. I, I have a dog fight in this one. Yeah. Yeah. And Phil chosen the Chargers too. But this, I guess it's going to be back to back night uh, in LA, football in LA um, with the Rams hosting Arizona and yeah. Chargers hosting the Raiders. So that's going to be a busy day for SoFi. Yep. I mean, busy week for SoFi. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be a great week. Like we mentioned, of course, the game of the week is going to be Tampa Bay and New England for sure. But I mean, you look at uh, Arizona at the Rams, or Cardinal and Rams up there. You look at the Chargers and the Raiders, mm-hmm. and uh, there's going to be some pretty good games coming up here. And with that being said, uh, that'll be it for week uh, for this weekend football. We can't wait for week four, and we'll be right back to talk some UFC 266. We'll be right back.
another big night in Vegas as uh, this was before that big Raider win over there. But uh, this was uh, UFC 266 at the T-Mobile Arena, uh, of course, in Paradise, Nevada, mm-hmm. or Las Vegas. Uh, headlined by uh, Volkanovski and Ortega. Co-headlined by Shisheko and Murphy. Co-headlined mm-hmm. by Diaz and Lawler, part two. So let's go with this, uh, which, by the way, I have a funny story about. I mean, I'm pretty sure you watched the pay-per-view. Yeah. But um, this is my story. So that day, I had uh, gotten day drunk at the swap meet <laughs> watching the show. <laughs> so apparently I got home and to watch the fight. So I had purchased the pay-per-view. And as I finished purchasing, purchasing it, I guess, I knocked out. <laughs> I missed. <laughs> right after I finished purchasing it. So oh. I was only able to watch the replay the next day, <laughs> <laughs> which is what I started doing when once I uh, once I saw the 49ers score that uh, in the last minute. That's what I did. Oh. All right, the 49ers gonna win this one. Now let me watch the rest of the UFC interview, <laughs> and, and I take the score. The what? But yeah, that's that's what happened. That, <laughs> that happened wow. to me last Saturday. <laughs> well, uh, at least you watched it because that would have been a waste of money. <laughs> Yeah, right. I'm like, I'm still gonna watch it. Sure. <laughs> and I'm glad I did. I mean, it was a great paper. Uh, I mean, well, the two two fights were really great in this one. Yeah. Um, one of them was uh uh well let me let me let's we'll get on it. Let's get on okay. to let's start off right away with the main event. Man, right. what a fight. That was uh Volkanovsky, <sighs> man, he just looks so dang sharp. He was just beating up on this Brian Ortega guy. Yeah. And Ortega was, was I mean, he was getting beat up, but he was coming back. It looked like Ortega could have also finished it at any time. He got some pretty good jabs in there. That yeah. could also finish up Volkanovski. I mean, he had a guillotine in the third round that uh, I, I can't believe Volkanovski got out of it. And Volkanovski got out of it. He just started pounding on Ortega. And that yeah. was that was Volkanovski, you know, winning that fight. Because I think prior to that, it was pretty decent, you know, back and forth kind of thing. Yeah. So Ortega got some pretty good locks. And uh Volkanovski just continued being the crap out of Ortega for the next three rounds. Mm-hmm. Man, it was uh, and he proved to be a man, a hell of a champion right there. Yeah. Oh man. Um. I mean that. I, I'm I'm probably living in the moment, but I'm just gonna say it. That was the best fight I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just gonna say it like um. Wow. Okay. I I, I gotta. I need to create a list. If I ever make a list. <laughs> of greatest uh, UFC fights in history, in my point of view, that's definitely in my top five, most likely top three. Um, wow, okay. Yeah, th- I, I was on the edge of my seat when um, Ortega had him in that in that chokehold, and he mm. literally got out of it. I'm like, yeah, he's, he's a champ for a reason. Uh, they, didn't even, they didn't even struggle. They didn't even like say, like, oh, oh, shit, I'm in this. No, no, he just took his time. I was like, okay, I'll get out of this. No, no worries. Yeah. That's what champions do. Yeah. 20 straight victories. Only lost one fight in his career, and he showed why. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think people should definitely put his name up there among the greats. They should definitely mm-hmm. say that he's one of the best. But um, that was... Honestly, well, we we have loaded pay per views coming up, but um, that may be fight of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the last good fight I saw was uh, the first Moreno versus uh, uh Figueredo last year, mm-hmm. and uh, this one was like you said, it was a heck of a fight right here. Um, yeah. So congratulations to the champ Bokunovsky right there. Uh, mm-hmm. He making Australia proud right there. And yeah. I'm wondering, is it gonna be a part two? I mean, uh, this was so good that a man. I mean. I mean, he beat he beat Ortega real bad, but yeah, it's not like. But like I said, like I still feel like Ortega. 
you know, especially at the end too, like he has some pretty good jabs in there that, you know, he, he kind of did rock Volkanovski a little bit, if, if anything. Yeah. But uh, at that point, Ortega was tired and he was just beating up so bad. But uh, yeah, that's why, I mean, Ortega maybe had his best chance somewhere early. It was somewhere earlier in the fight, you know? Yeah. Before he got all tired. But uh, congratulations to Volkanovski right there defending his belt. And uh, another end still in this uh, co-made event is the women's fight with who, I mean, other than Nunez right now, she's she's the second goat right there. Yeah. And then Tina Shashenko right there defeating Lauren Murphy. And this is this is the one fight that I did not enjoy. It was yeah. just I I didn't like Lauren Murphy's uh you know you know fight um mm-hmm. part. Of, I mean Shashenko just did her thing. I mean I'll, I'll yeah. continue kicking your ass. You know I'll beat the crap out of you. I don't care. Yeah. I mean yeah I, I could finish you or not, but I'm gonna be kicking your ass. You ain't you ain't you ain't shit. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much just telling her. But Laura Murphy was like, there was no, it reminds me of, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Vittori, you know, when he fought Adesanya. Like yeah. Kind of how I was pissed off that you weren't really trying to win this fight. This was for a championship right there. A little like Laura Murphy was just like trying to, I don't know, she's just happy to be there. Mm-hmm. And, and not just that, her coaches weren't even helping her out. They were telling her like, oh, you know, you're doing okay, you're fine, you're doing fine. She wasn't. There was no part in that fight where she was doing well. Yeah. I mean, it was like she just wanted to survive the fight. Yeah. Not beat Shishenko. And yeah. Shinko just proved like I me. Mean, she was just like she was like the female version of Okanowski on that one. She was just yeah beating up on Lower Murphy. But uh, this and Lower Murphy, there was nothing that she did that made it. At least Ortega, there were some moments where he could have like we talked talk about the guillotine, talking about some jabs up in there. Mm-hmm. But nothing that Murphy did brought Shinko. I think Shinko kind of tripped a little bit, but I don't think it was on uh, it was on Murphy or anything like that. No, but that was that was that was it. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh. It seemed to me Murphy was excited to be in there and she definitely seemed a bit hesitant um, to go in there. I understand you're going against Valentina Shashenko. That's not an easy tax to deal with. But mm-hmm. I, I think she was just kind of like taken back by the whole thing and just trying not to take any chances and trying to survive and try to look out for her her kicks and her punches and um it did not look good for Lauren Murphy. I know she worked hard to get to that point, but um, but yeah, it didn't look good on Murphy. But um, uh, Valentina Shashenko, my goodness, yeah, he is vicious. Yeah, I don't see anybody right now beating Shashenko right now. I mean, no. we even think about like a third fight between a uh, uh, Amanda Nunes, her and Amanda Nunes. I mean, those are the only two last women she fought. Uh, she lost to. Um. One of them was a, a decision split, you know, the last one. Mm. So uh, she could have easily won that fight too. Uh, yeah. So uh, I mean, uh, Amanda Nunes has a, has her hands full up, uh, I believe, in December when she's defending against uh, uh, Peña, Peña, yeah. Jessica Peña, something like that. Yeah. Juliana Peña. Juliana Peña. Yeah. There you go. Um. So, but after that, I mean, because I, I don't see any other contender for uh, Shishenko right there. Um. She's beating almost everybody there in that yeah. division. So. I don't see who else is there. And I feel like they, they just gave her Murphy. You know, I feel like the next, the last one, the last woman she beat was probably anyone closer. That was Jessica Andrade, which uh, she beat in the second round, yeah. PKO with elbows. So, yeah. I mean, after that, I'm like, who else is up there? Uh, and, uh, but yeah, so congrats to the champion right there. That's how many title defenses she already has. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, yeah, seven championship uh, defenses already. Wow. So. Yeah, she 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 she's she's a badass. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so there's two end stills right there. They are both title fights. But how about the other one? Robbie Lawler versus, oh, defeating Nick Diaz in the middleweight division. Mm-hmm. And the TKO. And uh, so, of course, this is the part two. Uh, these are older guys that are agree to fight each other. This was like these two guys were going back and forth throughout the whole fight. They were, they were just, yeah, it looked like a little slow motion right there, throwing those punches and everything. But uh, yeah. this was a, I thought it was a pretty decent fight to watch uh, on this, on, um, I guess, to set up those the, those last fights. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this was, um, this was a pretty decent fight. Um, yeah. Um, I know um, Nick uh, was doing a lot of punches out there, but, um, and um, he, 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 he connected on the ones he had is just that, Lawler was more accurate with this. Um, I felt I understood what Lawler was doing with his TKO. He was trying to stand him back up, but this is me personally. That that looked disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Well, um, well, it looks like it's a retirement fight for Nick. I believe Nick Diaz. Uh, I believe Robbie Lawler too, right? <laughs> Might be the uh, retirement fight. I guess I don't know. Yeah, this is right here retirement, so we'll see. But um. Uh, we obviously we want to see more Nick Diaz. Everybody, everybody's a big Diaz fan. Uh, I know Phil was talking a lot about how he's a big Diaz fan. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, I got this one right. <laughs> I got this one right. Uh, this one, in this case, uh, our, uh, I didn't get the Ortega one, but we had most of all, I think we all paid Shevchenko on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, so congrats to Robbie Lauder in that win, and also we also had heavyweights Curtis Blaze defeating uh, Rosenstrike in a unanimous decision. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I mean, it's interesting seeing heavyweights go into a decision. You know, usually you see yeah. them just knocking each other out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it was a good win for Curtis Blaze, and um, he could be next for a title shot. Oh, yeah. Of course, before that, he had lost to uh, Derek Lewis, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. yeah all, all those fans booing those two. I'm like, you, how, why don't you all boo yourselves? Yeah. Like, well, go boo them into their faces. <laughs> right. Like they, they, Those two can knock each other out. So... I don't yeah. blame them for being safe and technical. If, yeah. If it wasn't like they weren't moving. They were being, they're being strategic. So, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like everybody wants them to have a big uh, throwdown in the middle of the octagon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and then Women's Flyweight, we just talked about her, how she was the last loss to, uh, she, la- she last uh, lost to Shevchenko for the belt, which I thought was probably the closest one that could possibly put it down on Shevchenko. But, uh, it wasn't in this case, uh, or it wasn't before, and now she's fighting another contender in that women's flyweight, Cynthia Calvillo, who which should have been, this fight had been Calvillo's biggest fight of her career, and I'm pretty sure she would have won this fight. She did, and she lost a TKO with barely, barely like six seconds left in that first round. Yeah. Uh, she probably would have been next in line, but uh, she lost that fight, and just got down and came victorious, and uh, who knows, I mean, do you want to say, I mean, the way that she shaped, like I said, she's probably the, the second one in line or whatever, but she beat the crap out of her in the second round. She yeah. beat Andrade. Yeah. So I don't see a point to the third fight on that one. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if I'll trust UFC's decision and I'm um, lining yeah. that up, but um, I mean, I don't know, like Shiseko's been dominating, so it's hard for to say whether or not um, Jessica should go up against her again. So I don't know. Yeah. 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 So, uh, well, that's it for the main card. And uh, we talk about, by the way, the fight of the night was, of course, uh, Pokonowski and Ortega. They both got PPGs on that one. But let's talk about some prelims, which, again, I wasn't able to watch for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But uh, let's go with the bantamweights. Mera uh, Valishvili defeated Marlon Morales. So that's a, that's a big upset, right? Oh, well, in a way, Marlon Morales has been a contender in that bantamweight division. Uh, he lost in the TKO's punches in the second round. Mm-hmm. Lightweight Stan Hooker is back. Uh, he defeated Nasrat Hakparas. Paris uh, decision, unanimous decision. Uh, heavyweight Chris Dawkins defeats Shamil Abdurakimovov in the TKO and punches in the second round. I hope I said that right. Awesome. Um, <laughs> women's flyweight Tyler Santos defeats Roxanne Modaferi, uh, unanimous decision. Jalen Turner defeats Uros Medic in submission, rear naked choke. Nick Maximov defeats Cody Brundage, another unanimous decision. Matthew Semels Berger defeated uh, Martin Sano Jr. in the KO punches in the 15 seconds into the fight. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Pierce defeats Omar Morales with submission, rear naked choke in the second round. And performance of the night, they went to Merab Davilishi, who defeated Martin Morales, and uh, Chris Dacus, who defeated. I'm going to try that last name again. This is going Shamil. So, overall, pretty decent pay per view right here. Yeah. Uh, especially with that great main event that, that we saw. Mm-hmm. And uh, can't wait for the next pay per view. Should be. Uh, is that the. Uh, who's that fight coming up? That, I think. For the that's UFC the... Two, Black Hoeks and Teixeira. Yeah, that's, that's the one. That one is in Abu Dhabi. Yep. So we'll talk more as we get there closer to that. But let's go with uh, some. Uh, I have to go back on all these. Okay, fight night uh, for this next week right here. Let's take a look at this preview. It's going to be fight night, of course, in Las Vegas, uh, the Apex. It's going to be a light heavyweight uh, main event between Tiago Santos and Johnny Walker. Tiago Santos, uh, I think he's the favorite at the moment against him, but he has three losses in a row. But these, these are against not, not anybody. They're against Alexander Rakic, Glover Teixeira, who's the number one contender, and, of course, John Bone Jones. He has defeated Champ by Holwicks and TKO punches back in 2019, only two years ago. Hmm. So uh, that's, I mean, he's, he has that going. He has defeated Anthony Smith, Kevin Holland, Jack Hermanson. So he has some pretty big wins already in his career, but uh, he's in a three-fight three losing streak, but Again, against so those guys are not nobodies. Yeah. As far as Johnny Walker, he's coming off a win against Ryan Spann uh, and KO elbows and punches back in last September of last year. And uh, some big names he's been Misha Kirkenoff, I believe, is the only one that I could see right here. So uh, it's going to be another big fight right here, light heavyweights. Uh, middleweights, Kevin Holland is back. We all know him. He came up like four, four or five fights last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had a big mouth. And then he finally lost to uh, uh, Derek Bronson, I believe. Well, mm-hmm. he lost to Vittori, and then he lost to Derek Bronson. Uh, and then he's fighting, he's fighting Kyle Dawkins. And then we have welterweights Alex Oliveira against Nico Price. Middleweights Misha Kirkunov against Christoph Joko. Women's betterweights Aspen Ladd against Macy Chiasson. And uh, those, so that's going to be the main card over here. I don't, I don't want to feel like going about Prelims, but we do have Beth Correa up there. She's back in the women's bench weight in the UFC okay. going against Carol Rosa. Cool. Uh, we do have Valentina's uh, little sister, Antonia Shevchenko, going up against Casey O'Neill up in that prelims. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have some pretty decent names up there going at, going up in that prelim cart. Mm-hmm. So it should be overall. Uh, as far as light heavyweights, Diego Santos and Johnny Walker. Between those two, I'm going to have to go with Diego Santos. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say probably like Second round TKO. Okay. Yeah. Oh, this is a tough one for me to predict. 
I'm going to go with you and say um, uh, Thiago Santos. Um, I have this fight going the distance. Okay. All right. Another main event going the distance. Should be good right there. Yep. Uh, so we can wait for that. And uh, former champ, John Jones, probably uh, has been arrested in Las Vegas after an incident at Caesars Palace and charged with domestic. He's again, once again getting in trouble. Details of the incident that led the rest of Jones at 5.45 on Friday at the Las Vegas Street Resort were not immediately made public by Las Vegas. And uh, so uh, he posted $8,000 bail and was due for an initial... Maybe that's why he wants to get paid, because he's always going to get... I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's messed up. That's rude. I don't tell him I said that. Okay, I won't. <laughs> but uh, he was he went to... Uh, he was just inducted into the Hall of Fame, I believe, yeah. uh, with his fight against Alexander Gustafsson. So... Uh, I don't know what's going on. Maybe he party too hard or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Uh, it's John Jones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, now we have one of my favorites. Uh, oh, what well, the trailblazer in the UFC, I believe, for women fighters, and especially in MMA. Former UFC champion Ronda Rousey and former heavyweight Travis Brown announced the arrival of her first child on Monday. Aww. Rousey, the inaugural UFC Women's Bantamweight title holder, and Brown took the social media to share the news of the birth of her daughter. Let me try to get this right. La Akia Makalapua Kalanipo Brown. That, that's, her, that's her middle name. Yeah, um, yeah, La La Akia, at least get that right. Or sounds, yeah. So, I mean, either way, adorable and congratulations to them. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, congratulations. Ronda mother. Maybe she's going to go back to WWE now. <laughs> yeah. It's probably the same. No, but... At least, uh, hey, maybe fight her, make her, make her fight Shashenko. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. that'll be it in the UFC for the moment. Uh, enjoy fight night this week. And we're going to get back and we're going to talk about some baseball to finish out this uh, this episode real quick. Uh, again, no basketball talk because uh, there's nothing going on in basketball. Nothing too much to worry about. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to save some because you're probably going to get tired of listening to us for over an hour, I believe now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, we're going to go pick up on some baseball after this song. Go 
There's one week left here in the MLB season, and uh, man, these races. But there's some more divisions already won. Let's go real quick about some divisions that were already that have already been uh, won. And let's start off with uh, we had the Brewers winning the National League Central. Uh, they they're 94 and 962 as we speak. So um, seven game leader against the Cardinals. So they definitely won that division. That's the only National League division that's already been won. Uh, the Rays won the American League East 97-59, so they're the reigning American League champs. Uh, close, in, oh, close to them are, are the Yankees, the Red Sox, and the Blue Jays were all close to them, but they're like eight games. Uh, the Yankees are backed by eight games. The American League Central was dominated by the Chicago White Sox. I mean, that division was just not no good from the beginning. But So they're 89-68, and 68, and they've won their division. And uh, I believe the Astros are really close to le- winning their division. They're four-and-a-half game lead against the Mariners. So divisions that we're still talking about, of course, we just said the, the American League West is by four games. Over the National League, we have the Braves leading by two and a half games against the Phillies. And of course, the National League West, that is now down two games, the Dodgers and the Giants. So, I mean, we still have a week left, but uh, man, it's, it's those two games look like a lot right now. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, uh, uh, and it's, again, it's like whatever it is that's going on with the Giants, they're just lucky at the moment and they've been lucky all year. I believe that's all it is. I still believe that's all it is. <laughs> all right, we'll, we'll go with that um, story then. <laughs> but let's talk about the, the wild cards right here. We have uh, the American League is a good one right now. We have the American League wild card right at number one, number two spot goes. The number one spot goes to the Yankees, who just swept the Red Sox, who are now in second place in that, uh, have the second uh, spot, wild card spot. The Yankees are in a six-game winning streak, while Boston is in a three-game losing streak. But uh, we still have three other teams that are competing for that second wild card. So Boston's going to watch out because then Toronto's right uh, behind them by a game. Seattle's up behind them by a game and a half. And even Oakland is right behind it by three and a half games. So Oakland is still hanging on, and, it, and it's really close. I believe Oakland is playing Seattle this week. So uh, that's a big series right there for both teams. Of course, you can't lose. If you're, if you're Toronto, Seattle, Oakland, you can't lose. What? Put Boston up in that, even though they have the second one. You can't lose. If you're a walk-out yeah. team, you can't lose right now. This is the week that yeah. you gotta you gotta have a perfect week in order to be good right there. Yep. And uh those surprising ones, the surprising team for me has always been Seattle. Right now, Seattle's like they're the fact that they're competing. I mean, nobody gave them a shot this year, and and now they're they're close, they're like only a game behind the second wild card spot. That is impressive. I mean, they really don't have any stars. And somehow they're up there. So uh, that's pretty impressive. Oakland always does that. Oakland's always competing in that. You know, they always, have a, they always have a decent team to make the playoffs, but never enough to go further than maybe the ALCS. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, that American League wildcard, it's, it's all good around from first place even uh, to, let's see how many teams. So there's five teams competing right now up in that wildcard. Mm. And the National, the National League uh, wildcard, that was uh, – that was a little actually it's getting least interesting now thanks to the Cardinals who are currently currently on a 16 game winning streak. Nice. So the Dodgers are obviously they have their second place right now. So they that means they hold the number one spot in the first wild card spot and they're leading it by 13 games. So they're 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 set, you know, for the wild card. Mm-hmm. Um so uh they're gonna make the playoffs. They already clinched the wild the playoffs. And the Cardinals, like I mentioned, they're right now in second place. At six 16 game winning streak is helping them big time. Uh, I, I believe last week they were all they were all in this these other three teams: Cincinnati, Philadelphia, and San Diego. San Diego's already eliminated, by the way. The Padres. Oh, yeah. what, uh, we talked about the Padres. I mean, like, what the heck happened there? Even the Mets. 
the Mets had a good shot at it. I believe they're kind of still competing for the division, but uh, uh, oh no, never mind. They're nine and a half games. They're, they're, the Mets are done, and yeah. they're done out of the division. They're done out of the wild card, and San Diego's done out of the uh, division. They're out of the wild card, and uh, so right now it's just the Cardinals who hold a fifteen and a half game lead. Oh, I mean, sorry, five and a half game lead against Cincinnati. So they look like they're getting ready to wrap up that second wild card uh, team too. I think another win. Uh, for them and another loss for Cincinnati and it's theirs I believe so you have those two walkers so right out of the way it's looking right now the Dodgers will host the Cardinals in the one game playoff game huh? meanwhile, meanwhile in the American League is going to be really good the, the Yankees are going to play the Boston so it's the rivalry right there so uh, this is uh, again like I mentioned last week I mean Dodgers can still win the division away it's going to have again they can't lose any games if they want to win the division right now Mm-hmm. That's another thing that you decide for some of these teams. You got to decide, okay, so what do we do? You know, like the Dodgers, we're in the playoffs. So should we rest, you know, some of our guys so that we can like be ready for the playoffs? But you're also trying to win the division, you know? Yeah. So we just say, okay, screw the division. Let's just, you know, we got the wild card. So we're, let's just, you know, rest, rest up. Yeah. Or, or like, so that's another thing. Right. I believe they're going to continue trying to win. They're going to mm-hmm. compete. I mean, they've won uh, seven, eight division titles in a row. Mm-hmm. So that's hanging in the balance. So I'm pretty sure they're going to try to continue winning on that one. Yeah. Um, how do you with? Um, obviously, we have a week away, so mm-hmm. nothing's set in stone yet. But it practically is. How do you like the Dodgers' chances of of, of advancing uh, through the wild card? Because they're they're in they're in the wild yeah. card spot. How do you like their yeah. chances? So uh, that's what we 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 kind of do want to. We don't want to see the Padres, even though we're much better than the Padres. We don't want to see the Padres because, I mean, that, that's a tricky thing. I mean, that we wish that uh, I think I talked a little bit about this last week that uh, and uh, that we wish we had what basketball has, you know, what you know, you have the, the seating, you know, overall seating. Yeah. In this case, we don't. We just have the divisions, the division winners. And then you have, you know, because how can you have the second best record in the team have to compete? I mean, in the league, having to compete for a wild card spot in a one game playoff game. So that's in a way not fair, you know. You should maybe work on having the, you know, the, the lower seats play that wild wild card game. Yeah. So, um, so it is it is it does become hard because you never know. You know, baseball there's 162 games in a year, and sometimes there's one one game where like the the, the best pitch in the world just doesn't have it for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's the what you fear about these one game wild card games. You know, the Cardinals like I just talked about they have a 16 game winning streak. So we were playing them. They're coming in real hot. And we all know that that's what it takes to win in the playoffs is that being hot at the right time. Yeah. So that's the only thing that I fear out of the uh, Cardinals that, you know, they're, they're, they're red hot. Uh, the Dodgers, uh, I mean, they're a much better team. Um, again, not just saying this is a Dodger fan, but like, uh, you know, from the lineup, from the rotation, we picked up Scherzer that made us a better one. Bueller, we have Rios, we have Kershaw back. So there's nothing in this. In the, there's not many holes in our, in our team right now. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't been there all year. Uh, again, the Giants are really good at timing hitting. They're 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 veterans up there. But um, as far as our chances, events, I still like our chances. I would go with Scherzer to pitch against the Cardinals because Scherzer is going to win another Cy Young most likely. Mm-hmm. And um, and he's just a dominant pitcher. The Cardinals, uh, they could go with Adam Wainwright. So I, I still feel like we we're good against the Cardinals. The reason why I say about the talk about the Padres is because. They're the Padres and they really hate us, so they'll play us tough. <laughs> yeah. You know, even though last year we had a three-game series against them, so the best of three, so we only had to win two games. Again, it could have been any of those games that we would have 
just whatever reason we were just not, you know, not hitting well or not pitching well. Mm-hmm. And they could have advanced. So, um, and then once after that, then we get the Giants. So if we beat the, the Cardinals, or should I say when we beat the Cardinals, <laughs> we'll have the number one team technically, which is the Giants. Yeah. And again, that's going to be a great for the rivalry. Um, there's one thing to be excited for. But uh, I, I really like our chances for the Cardinals to uh, our chances to beat the Cardinals in a wild card mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. And while well, I'll also bring up the, the American League. So if it were to finish today, it'll be the Yankees hosting Boston, which is another big rivalry game. And it's been a back and forth throughout the season between these two teams. Like I mentioned earlier, the Yankees did sweep the Boston over the weekend. But, uh, at, uh, but you know, like I said, it's, it's, it could be either way. I think Boston had a couple sweeps on, on the Yankees. The, mm-hmm. the Yankees have had uh, losing streaks at some point of the year. So, and again, it just takes one, one game. It just takes that one game. So that's what's going to make at least that game pretty exciting because it's just, you know, one game to when a uh, loser goes home, you know, when yeah. it advances to the American League Division Series, which is going to be – they're going to be playing their other division rival, uh, the Tampa Bay Rays. I believe they have the number one record in mm-hmm. the American League. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's 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 really good. I mean, again, we wish it was the other – we had what basketball has, the seeding, as far as seeding, but uh, – you know, it's going to be tough, you know, that one game wall card. It's, that's the reason why we don't want the wall card. But in a way, we still should handle the Cardinals. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's what we're looking at right now in baseball. Uh, let's take a look at some quick scores. I know we you know, you're probably going to be – people going to listen, finish listening to But there's some big games, as I mentioned earlier. We had, uh, at the moment, the Red Sox just lost to the Orioles, which is the, one of the worst teams in the American League. So they, of course, we need. We mentioned that you can't lose if you're those teams. Yeah. The Yankees right now holding a lead against the Blue Jays, a three-two lead, at the top of the seven. So they pick this one up. They're going to pick up a game on Boston, and Boston can't afford that. So mm-hmm. and neither uh, Toronto, because we mentioned Toronto's also looking for a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cardinals right now are are leading the Brewers again. The Cardinals, we just talked about how hot they are. They win this game. There's going to be 17 wins in a row. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, some other big game. The Astros are right now losing to the Rays 2-1. So the Astros needs to win to win the division. Um, what else we have? The Reds are losing to the White Sox right now. Reds, of course, need to win because they're in the wild card hunt. But it uh, looks like it doesn't matter because the Cardinals are winning right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, 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 Diamond, the Giants are playing the Diamondbacks. Uh, they just started the game. The Dodgers are playing the Padres. So both of those, Dodgers and Giants, you got to keep up, uh, keep an eye on. And also later tonight, um, we'll have the A's and the Mariners. Who are, of course, are competing for the wild card again. None of these teams can lose, so uh, that's going to be a big series. Right, some pretty big series. I like that. Uh, some pretty big series that finish the week off. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's grind time, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And the, think about it. Next time we do the show, season's going to be over, and uh, we're going to start talking about the playoffs. Talk about the playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> playoffs. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, we'll about the playoffs. yeah. So. Uh, we're going to try to get the Dodgers to win again this year. And, uh, well, we'll see. We'll, we'll, but it, it, I still like our chances. Right. And with that yeah, being said, yeah, thanks for tuning in to Sports Next episode 33 here on Ecstatic Radio. You can follow us at Sports Next Show and I, Ecstatic Radio for all our content. Uh, we put a lot of sport, sports highlights now, the football especially. Mm-hmm. We're doing a lot of that. So, uh, Hopefully you guys are enjoying it and uh, we'll be back next week. Hopefully we'll have uh, Phil back. Please. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 